The Rant Network, with Smokers Gale and David Solomon, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon Eastern. You think about it, we rant about it. Listen to us live on Facebook. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's Monday. Okay, that would be usually Friday tone, but it's more Monday. We're back. It's the beginning of the week. And if you're a sports fanatic, fanatic like me, you've come off of a one heck of a whole crazy weekend. Um, but I hope you enjoyed yourselves all as well on your end. Today, what we want to talk about is it's so funny how, you know, we, we talked about parenting, parenting styles. Stuart dove into the whole thing about, you know, the dysfunctionality between school and parenting and who should parent and blah, blah, blah. And uh, we spent a lot of time on that. It was really great. And people were saying, guys, tell us how you really feel about parents. You guys barely scraped the surface. And this could be an hour long type of uh, rant, but we're going to, you know, I got a list here, but we got 15 minutes. And let me start by saying, Stuart, that I'm a, I mean, I mean, I've been parenting now for 25 years. And at one point, you know, you go from parenting to being a consultant. You know, when my kids reach a certain age, you're not a parent anymore. You're a consultant, okay? Because they're adults and they're going to do their own thing. But in their formative years, in when they started out, you know, you had to parent. And I remember vividly people, friends of mine, people I know, the circles we fought were in, whether we're sports or school or whatever, the parents would come to me and say, you're so tough on your kids. You're so hard on your kids. You're so, you know, and it's like, it was all about teaching them some sort of value. And let me start by the first one, Stuart. And I want your reaction to this. The words, hello, goodbye, please, and thank you. Four words. David, I have to just jump in. Go, go. You know, you know, I got to tell you. This weekend and for the last couple of weeks, it has been children not saying hello, goodbye to any elders, their face in their phones, not, not acknowledging anyone's existence unless they have a demand or request that you clearly haven't done. My wife, Yanina, literally, literally, we've been talking about this, fighting about this at nausea. Because one of our children now, more than the other two, not that the other two are not guilty, but <laughs> one is now so atypical, not acknowledging any adult presence in the spirit of trying to cause a fight. It's crazy. But no, we're not causing a fight. What is the reason for this? All right, David. Sorry, I had to know, jump. No, 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 no. It's actually kind of funny. You know, I'll, I'll tell you because it, it's it's something that I remember vividly when my kids were really, really young, especially my oldest one. He was like uh, two or three years old. And my wife's grandmother, may she rest in peace, she would say, you know, I don't understand. Why are you pushing him to say this? He's a young kid. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. And she nagged me. And then years later, she came and complained to me. She couldn't understand why her other grandchildren wouldn't say hello and wouldn't say thank you and wouldn't say like she couldn't understand it. Your children are so polite, folks. I I, I gotta tell you, you, you know, beat your children. Did you beat your children to get them so polite? No, no, no. But I gotta tell you something. One of the things, and and I remember, and one thing I remember teaching my kids, and it was like one of those things that my my kids saw. I would open the door for my wife, and I would open the door for other women. 
And it was just a cordial cat. I mean, men, women it didn't make a difference, but like, it was like, Hey, open the door and whatever. And my oldest son, he, he, he remember, he was like, he was 13 years old. He's, he's starting, you know, uh, in high school and he opens the door for a girl and the girl goes, I get open the door myself. I don't need you to help me. He says, okay. And he slams the door in her face. He's like, you know, like, <clears throat> like what happened to any sense? And I think this is part of the parenting I'm talking about is we've really forgotten this basic value of cordiality it's no wonder we lose our minds on roads it's no wonder we lose our minds with people we've this form of respect comes from parenting and i'm telling you we as a generation have simply decided that this wasn't important anymore and now we're eating it but good Stuart. but good oh, I, I, david <laughs> i i i literally got into an embroiled battle with my wife over this child, not saying hello, not acknowledging yep. her in the morning, saying good morning. It is absolutely brutal. Like, I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> you know like, what? you know, I'm damned if I'm due, damned if I don't. If I do it this way, I'm sticking up for one child. I do it that way. I'm fighting against another parent. It, I lose. I lose you, either you way. Know what? What's it's the right a funny, thing to do? It, it was a funny thing. Before my kids became teenagers, I have a friend. They were like, they're like 10 years older than us. And they were saying to us going, I just want to warn you that all the work that you did until they're about 10 or 11 or 12 years old, you're going to have to start all over again when they're 13. And what, what do you mean? He goes, it's as if they woke up one morning and had massive amnesia. And they forgot all the stuff that you tried to teach them. But anyways, let me move on to the next one. Um, right. I'm going to show you another part where I think that parents have simply gone south. And, and I had this funny conversation with, um, with a couple of people, you know, recently. When a kid goes to school, they have work to do and they have projects to submit. And they have to come up with their own ideas. Now, my mother taught for 25 years. My, my wife has taught for several years. Your wife teaches, okay? But I think she teaches kindergarten. So it's a little bit, it might be a little bit different. But I cannot, but you know, the funny thing is how many parents, parents did their kids project so that they can show off at, and, and it's like, what happened to the kid? I mean, like, you gotta be kidding me. What the hell are you doing? Th that, that's another topic. You know, and when you have three kids, the parent did the project for one and then forces that one to do the project with the other two. No, you know what? No, I, I personally, I, I mean, I, I'm a parent of three. I never did my kids' projects. My, I never did, I did Cheryl. No. You sure? No. Cheryl yeah. never did the projects? Stuart, no. And I think that the problem is, is at the end of the day, where is the creativity from the child? Where is the inner from the child. So the kid drew out of the line. So the kid didn't put the perfect PowerPoint together. So the kid didn't do it perfectly. Hello. None of us are perfect. None. But how is your kid going to learn if you're going to do it for them? I mean, like, I'm sorry, parents, yo, you cannot. It makes zero sense to me for you to do your kid's work. Sorry. I, don't, I don't disagree, but I mean, like, but you have to help your kid. Uh, 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 helping isn't helping. I get it. You want to help cut something out? Sure, no problem. But to actually create the template, the design, write the con the text, and do that? Come on, really? What is a kid learning? The kid learns. I'll sit back. Mom and dad, go for it. 
Um, and I just I just want to preface that neither David nor I have a PhD or master's degree in or child education or any type of psycho babble degree. Yeah. So we're Take just speaking as two schmucks who have kids. <laughs> Okay. Well, he's got three a, older kids. I got three younger kids. I'm going to I'm going to give you another time where I think parents have like gone out of line, okay? And parenting no 101 where I think it's just like it's what a terrible example of parenting. So, I've been in this I I mean, I didn't grow up playing sports. Uh my parents didn't really believe in it, and so I did whatever I could. But my wife and I, God bless, we believe that sports has a, a place. You'd learn leadership, teamwork, responsibility, you know, effort. There's a whole slew of things that you do. It's not just about playing a hockey or baseball or soccer. It, it really doesn't make a difference. That's not the point of the story. The point of the story is how the parents are in watching the kid play. And it's frightening to see how many parents get into fights in the stands um, where, where, where families just lose their minds Parents lose their mind. There is a code of conduct now being signed, signed by parents, that if they act out of line, they are not permitted in the stadium, the arena, or whatever it is. Stuart, like, this is parenting. What are you teaching your child? And by the way, LeBron James just did this a couple of weeks ago where his kid, Bronny, was playing a game. And the announcer made a comment that the arena is named after LeBron James. And LeBron James acted like a parent and went up to the and confronted, confronted the arena announcer. Bravo, Mr. LeBron. Bravo to all you parents. If you can't get your stuff together, like seriously, what is wrong with you? Well, well, listen, 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 you talk about Bronny James. I think that's the one you're talking about. He's a kid born in 2004, you know. His dad made millions upon millions of dollars. We know, we know. Talks all about being he is the one. But with all due respect, he's the biggest putz in the world. Talk he's about parenting. The, he he, he, he parenting? knows Jack Diddley about being parented or parenting. And you know what he knows how to do? Throw hoops in a basket. Shut up. Throw hoops in a basket. No. Help, help do your incubator and, and help, help hate police. Because you just suck. And if that's what your TP teaching but your that, kid, you're but, the worst parent in the world, maybe. I don't know about that, but I'll tell you. But it's just an example of parenting. And, you know, I'll give you I'll, – I'll, I'll tell you one more thing that was just – it was just – this is like one of my favorite stories. I, I mean, I, I did coach. I volunteered to coach. And I had parents yell at me, scream at me. Two parents actually from another team tried to attack me because they didn't get it. They didn't understand. And I'm not a bad person. This has just become the norm of what parents are doing. And instead of, and this is the, the sad part, instead of the principal of the school, and this is where we were playing two schools, principal of the school saying to the parents, what kind of behavior are you doing? Like, what kind of example are you doing to the, ch- are you showing to the children? The principal basically said, well, what'd you expect from the parents? Well, listen, uh, I coach USA Swim. I have for several years. You know, David, I was uh, uh, quite a formidable athlete in the sport and continue to give back to the sport. And, uh, you know, I can tell you that the courses that I am required to do for USA Swimming don't make me a better parent or a better coach. That's another topic we should get into. But, you know, parents, uh, you know, my standpoint is aren't allowed on the deck. 
I don't talk to parents. The, the only time I would talk to a parent is a disciplinary action to tell the parent that your kid did well. I mean, yeah, I, I'll do that if it merits it. But like that whole culture of, you know, applauding, uh, you know, Dave, I, I, I want to tell you that I follow the Greek methodology. You know what the Greek methodology is, David? The Greek methodology of parenting or the Greek methodology of sports or the Greek methodology at all, which predates all these methodologies, the roots of the Olympics, a topic that we're going to get into, which is a little, little transfer there. The Greeks don't believe in anything other than first place. There okay. is no second. You know, if you're second place, you're just as much of a loser as that's, the second, third, fourth, but, fifth, sixth. But that's, but that's Talking the, about parenting and sports. But, but that's what, but what's happened is that, and it happened. I, I listen, I had to separate two parents who nearly got into a fist fight because they wanted their kid to be number one on our team. It wasn't about the team. It was about the kid. And I have to tell you, I saw an example of parenting that just was vile. It's like, I get it. I cheer for my kid. What was vile? The fact that the parent wants their kid to be number no. one, but no. did the kid deserve to be number no. one? No, Stuart, the two parents on our team. Nearly got into a fist fight. Two mothers, by the way. Did you my buy popcorn? What? I know, but my, I actually bet on one parent beating the other parent up. <laughs> that the parents were yelling at each other because. Do I know the parents? No. Okay. The that they were screaming at each other because the, this parent said, "Oh, your kid didn't give me the, the you know your kid's not passing," and this one says, "Yo, it was like an embarrassment." And like this is the kind of parenting you're trying to show people. You know what? At the end of the day, folks. You know, I put up an image. And you know, the kids today, what we've turned our kids into, it, it's unbelievable. We're, we, we're, we're, we're parenting, parenting is difficult. I mean, folks, let's be real. Yeah. I, I, I mean, parent is very difficult. I mean, I, every time I think I did something right, I end up finding out I may have done it wrong. I well, mean, I don't know. Obvious. I don't know if other than adding food, shelter, and clothing, is there anything that's right or wrong? Because you know what? For one child, it's right. And for the other child, it's wrong. And, you know, even in disciplining, okay, I'm going to take your phone away. I mean, David, you and I were kids. We didn't have phones. We, no. had, we, didn't, we were lucky we had electronics, like, like a Simon Says. I mean, it's ridiculous. But, but Stuart, the whole thing with, with, this, with this whole business, and as you said, disciplining, uh, can I tell you? I don't even, there are parents who don't even bother. There are those, I mean, is it right? Is it wrong? I, I, I don't even know anymore. No, but, 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 you know, I'm sorry. Life is full of consequences, right? There's an action and a reaction. I'm not saying you have to physically beat your child. I'm not condoning that. I'm not saying yell at your child. But if your child throws a baseball through a window and it's an accident, it's one thing. If it's on purpose, are you saying, good child? Oh, no, You there's got to be some repercussion because life is full of repercussions. Guys, what, what, you know, I do business on, I do business on a global scale. I meet people from different cultures all the time. Your child, you want him to develop to be something in a global village. <laughs> Guys, be really careful how you're doing what you're doing with kids because parents around the world are still disciplining their children, are still teaching them right for wrong. And that's the crazy part. Folks, Wednesday, we okay. have a, a super special episode. Oh, wow. We're bringing in, we're scheduled to bring in an expert. What happened, unfortunately, in condo, uh, the condo in Sunrise, Florida was a sheer disaster. Surfside. That is correct. 
He is not here to talk about blame, but he's here to talk to put some some really some thought into what occurred and how in God's name can we prevent this in the future. This is a disaster that cannot reoccur. You, you know, David. You know, Rick. What Rick brings to the table is not only is he an engineer, he has been one of the foremost experts, most vocal in every media stream that you listen or watch. And we're very fortunate to have him join us. I'm super uber excited. The Surfside tragedy continues uh, with with more and more uh, realizations that there, there are no survivors at this point. And, and it's just sad. And I'm excited to get Rick here to talk about this to everyone. I think this is a special edition. I think we may run it a little longer. Uh, so if you're going to book it Wednesday, book an extra little bit of time for us. And uh, David, take it yeah. away. Listen, folks, watch out for this. Details to follow on on all of our everywhere. Folks, we look forward to